0: Greetings, and welcome back to TanakhStudy.com. We study one chapter of Tanakh in each podcast. My name is Itzhak Shalom, and it's my pleasure to be studying Sefer Yiov with you. And in the first podcast, we looked at the opening chapter, which is in narrative prose form and describes the heavenly retinue uh, gathering to God and Satan coming up from earth, etc., and at that point, uh, God had allowed Satan to affect Eov, but not hurt him bodily. And Eov's reaction to all of that was one of utter faith. Adonai Natan, Adonai Lakach, Adonai vorach. Now in the second chapter, this continues. Yom, B'nei Al Adonai. And again, the day came and... The Bnei Elohim, which is the angels, come and stand around God, stand in front of God. And Satan came also uh, to stand in front. And again, God asked the same question: From where do you come? And Satan's answer to God is: From swimming, literally, flying around the earth, the world, and walking around the world. <imitation> God's response is El <imitation> Have you paid attention to my servant Eov? This is exactly like what we heard in the first par- parak. <imitation> there is none like him in the land. Somebody who is wholehearted, who is straight, in the sense of ethical, somebody who fears God, avoids evil. <imitation> this is the only line that acknowledges that something's already happened. He's still holding on to his wholeheartedness. And you are seducing me to try to destroy him for naught. Uh, This is one of the lines, we already mentioned the first parak, one of the lines that seems to drive the position in Chazal that that Eov is indeed a fable, uh, meaning the story part of it never happened, and that it's an opportunity. it's a framework in which to discuss the philosophy and the philosophic implications of theodicy. And the notion that God could be seduced and that uh, God is at war with the Satan and trying to resist temptation. And so what's Satan's answer to God? Instead of saying, yes, you're right, Eov is very observant, very religious, or, 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 Skin for skin. Anything a man has, he'll give for his own life. Meaning, that so far, I've affected things that Eov owns. Which, by the way, includes his children, and his, his flocks, etc. But skin for skin, meaning a person's own life is worth much more to him. Indeed, affect him. Hurt him and his flesh. Or perhaps his bones and his flesh. Then you'll see he'll curse you right in your face. And now, God, having a stake in Eov staying, uh, true and loyal, says, I'm handing him over to you, but just don't kill him. Of course, killing him would defeat the whole purpose of this, of this contest. So, Satan leaves. He affects him with terrible boils. From his feet until his skull. And now, he takes a piece of shard of pottery to scrape it off. He's sitting there in the dust. um here probably is really far. Sitting there in the dust and uh, scraping away at his, uh, at his Boils. And you imagine here this very wealthy man with ten children and thousands of flock and camels, etc. And now he's been reduced to taking a pot shirt and scraping away at his uh, at his boils while he sits in the dirt. And now the wife, who is the one family member who's still left, and we aren't so sure how we feel about that, says to him, echoing the words of God. You're still holding on to your loyalty, and in her, and the way she's saying it, tumatachai has a negative spin. Your naivete. Barech Elohim vamut. Curse God already and die. And this, of course, is the voice, as it were, of the Satan trying to egg Vayomre eleha. What does he say to his wife? You speak like one of the lowlifes. What will only take the good things from God and not the bad things from God? In other words, he says, look, all of the great things that we got, those were gifts from God. So this is also from God. We have to accept it all. With all of this, Eov never sinned with his lips. And there's the implication that perhaps Eov did sin in his heart, meaning that he had uh suspicious and uh perhaps heretical thoughts about God, but he didn't express them. Now that's the end of the of the prose piece, meaning that's the end of the setup for the main part of the book, but we still have a few psukim to get us moving towards it because the book is a dialogue. A <speaking> love. <in Hebrew> Three the the three friends of Yeov heard about all this terrible stuff that had happened to him. Va'avo Ishmi Komod, They each came from their own place. Elifaz and Elifaz, of course, the name we know from Bereshit as uh, as Asab's first son. Uvildad hashuach. We're not exactly sure where Shuach is. Naamati. These are the three friends of Yeov, All of them seem to be from somewhere on the East Bank or in the Arabian Peninsula. Uh, and this is part of the whole notion of Eo representing the Chachmah B'nei Kedem, the man of the east. And they all gathered together, in other words, they, they colluded, they agreed, they consented to come together to speak with him and to, and to comfort him. So even though they came from three disparate places, they met together, they came together, they saw him from a distance and they couldn't recognize him because this is not the Eov that we knew. This man is disheveled and he's sitting in the dirt and he's scraping off his boils. They also raised their voices and cried, seeing their friend like this. They tore, each one tore his garment. They threw dirt on their heads meaning on their heads, but they threw it up in the air. This is a sign of mourning. They were identifying with him, adopting the positions of mourners. And what did they do? They sat with him on the ground. shivat shivat For seven days and seven nights. Nobody said anything to him because they saw that his pain was very, very big. Very, very great pain. Now, of course, the question is, what's the pain? Is the pain the loss of his children? That didn't seem to be the case, because he didn't respond this way. Is the pain the fact that he now has boils? Okay, it's it's upsetting. It's difficult. But uh, the entire setup, both from perspective of Satan having this voice, and of uh, God being seduced, as it were, and God using Yov to make a point, and punishing Yov and killing all his innocent children just to make a point, all very difficult, even the fact that Eov, at this point, is feeling such terrible pain, in spite of the fact that what's happened now is personal pain, but nothing like the death of his children, also raises the specter of us looking at this and saying this is all a setup, a a myth, as it were, a story, the way Chazal say, Mashalhu, in order to set us up for the real discussion, which starts in Paragim, which we'll get to in the next podcast nobody sp- spoke to him because they saw that the pain was very great incidentally, Chazal learn an important halacha from that last line which is that when you go in to greet a mourner and many people are not familiar with this when you go in to greet a mourner your halachic obligation is to sit silently not say a word until the mourner opens up his mouth and speaks He may wish not to speak, he may wish to speak about the person who's gone, he may wish to speak about something else. And you have to honor that and not have you as the comforter direct the conversation, but rather follow the lead of the mourner. And that's exactly what we're going to see happen in the next podcast in Parakimmel. Everybody should have a wonderful day.